Welcome to the podcast where relationships, confidence, and determination all converge into an amazing heartfelt experience. This is Speaking from the Heart. Welcome back to episode number 21 of Speaking from the Heart. Today, we're going to talk about another feature of my business, Your Speaking Voice LLC, which I started earlier this year, that I provide to my clients. And today's topic is the one that has the most fear beyond it all, glossophobia itself, in which I work with so many people, and I even work on it myself, public speaking. Public speaking goes back hundreds of years, even to the times in which feudal empires even went to the town square to even talk about the taxes that were being raised onto the class of individuals. And we often go back to even the United States history, even the very beginnings of our country, in which that importance of speaking confidently and being able to share a message with an audience was something of great significance. I know that for many of us, though, we might not be in the feudal square learning more about our king or maybe even protesting our king, but I would think that public speaking for all of us, no matter what background that we're at, whether it's a blue-collar, white-collar, whatever type of job it is, it has implications for all of us with all different things that we do in our lives. No matter if it was giving orders to a team or even providing information to a group of individuals that were of an informative, persuasive, or entertaining value, being able to publicly speak, let alone record yourself to be distributed to a massively wide audience that can access you, is truly important. I have learned in my over 11 years of doing public speaking, mostly because of Toastmasters International, the organization that provides communication and leadership development to those all across the world, and has allowed us to understand a lot more about what's important about speaking to a wide audience. There's a lot of things that we can work on when it comes to not only how we speak, but how we speak confidently. And being a coach myself for many years in this realm, before I ever started my own individual practice, I have learned from time and time again that we all have different reasons and motivations in being able to learn how to speak. Let's go through some of the things that I have learned, though, that might be helpful in the general sense. Meaning, no matter what you're doing, whether that is just a small talk in front of a group of people, or even doing a bigger group, a large audience of over 1,000, 2,000, maybe even 10,000 or more, you will have to practice in order to understand how to become more effective. One of the very first things that I will ever share with anyone, especially going through my practice, is understanding who is your audience. That is such a big, important component of being able to form the right message. Because if I'm not understanding who my audience is, and I'm not willing to understand what kinds of things that they are looking for from me as a speaker, I will not be effective at all when it comes to the delivery and the execution of that speech. And that goes hand in hand, not only with the things that we're doing in our conversations in our daily lives, knowing what we are saying at a smaller scale, but we also need to know what we are trying to share with that particular audience so that they are walking away feeling that they have spent their time doing 
or learning more about what you have to say. Some of those things that an audience should be considering, especially for yourself as you're preparing, is whether that speaker is qualified. It doesn't mean that it has to have every single credential or check mark, but what makes you the authority to be able to speak in front of that audience? Understanding how that audience might respond to you, especially if you are going to speak in front of them, can help you prepare for some of the remarks that might be given before you're ever introduced, which in itself is an art that oftentimes gets confused with providing a large background about who you are, which might not be relevant for the topic at hand. But getting back to the audience, it is so important to understand that we need to provide more than just what is on the surface when it comes to that program. When it comes to knowing who you are, that headshot with two or three sentences about who you are and what makes you qualified to speak. By understanding as a speaker who you're talking to, you can have even more of a tactical presence with your presentation by having acronyms and other sort of information on hand that might be specific that everyone should have a universal understanding on. But if you have a more generalized audience in which has a mixture of people that might not know what those things are that you're trying to discuss, it will help you to form and craft that perfect speech so that you know that it's okay to talk about those things that might need to be explained a little bit more closely or more clearly for that matter. Those are reasons why an audience is so important to understand and be able to dialect with, especially beforehand. And getting to know somebody that is running the event is my number two of making sure that you're a prepared speaker. It isn't just about knowing who your audience is but also understanding what the venue is, maybe the technology that is being used, the props, the videos that might be recording you, the audio that is picking up your voice. Having a full understanding of all those things requires understanding who you are working with to make sure that the event that you're speaking at is most successful. And we oftentimes look over those details because we think that we have everything put together when it comes to content, and we don't necessarily need to worry about what anybody else has to say when it comes to the delivery, the execution, because that's what's more important. But every single piece of the process, all the way from starting out to developing and to executing on that speech requires an understanding of who you're working with, especially when it's a contracted event, to be able to learn a lot more about who you can be and how you can become a public speaker. By having that relationship with someone too, you will have some of those resources already available to you that in a pinch might be needed available at the very last minute to help you get through whatever technical difficulty that might occur. Which leads me into my third point. Never assume that you have everything ready the day of because something will always happen. As a matter of fact, just recently in an event that I have attended, which we just talked about in one of my episodes with my guest, Ivana Miranda, I had showed up to the venue for the conference that I was presenting at and I totally forgot to bring the dongle that I needed to connect my laptop to the television that was needed to present my presentation. 
But being the prepared speaker that I was and knowing that there was going to be no other resource or recourse for that matter, I had a backup plan already in place to present the material that I was going to present electronically. In other words, although I was going in person and physically showing my materials, it didn't mean that I need to be sacrificed if I had to be able to not use those materials and I could pivot into another direction on its own course. And I still satisfied my obligation to my client being able to speak in front of my audience. Being able to have a backup plan when those sort of technical difficulties or those moments of forgetfulness often occur, that can help you become more confident and even more prepared in the speaking engagement that you are providing with a potential individual. This leads me into my next point, which is about introductions. When you're talking about, with public speaking, the ability to showcase who you truly are, oftentimes people think that it's all about showing what your whole life story is about. And as I even mentioned earlier, maybe in some audiences, it's important to share what your life story has been about. But it oftentimes is not the case that you want to do that consistently, depending on what time limits that you might have on an audience to give a message. If you are giving a 40-minute talk about a certain topic, you certainly do not want to spend a lot of time introducing yourself. Have the person that's introducing you do all that work. They have that extra time. But to even help them out, it doesn't mean giving yourself a four-decade, five-decade, even six-decade life story about all the accomplishments that you've done. If you are there at that audience talking about a certain subject matter that you are specifically assigned to do, focus on what makes you a credible speaker as part of your introduction. It's perfectly okay to state your name, where you are coming from, what you do for a living, amongst some of the more basic information so that you establish that basic level of trust with your audience. But once you start to get into more of the wildly big details about who you are, it's about focusing on what's truly important with those aspects, narrowing it down, and then being able to provide that level of information or comfort to be able to associate with the audience. Because let's face it, if you provide all that information, especially since it might be already listed in the program book, do I need you to read it to me? And that should always be the question that you ask yourself when you prepare any sort of presentation material, which leads me into my next point. Don't make the audience have to read everything that you're trying to say. And this is really more appropriate for the visual aids that you might be using in a presentation. The old adage of a picture is worth a thousand words is exactly what it means to talk about this subject too, because for us, visual aids in the public speaking business can say so much about your subject. Whether you're talking about electric vehicles, whether you are discussing a specific problem that is happening at work by using charts and graphs, maybe even in a eulogy or a funeral in which you're providing context about the person that you're celebrating the life of, Having a fun photo to go along with it can certainly lighten the mood of the audience because of knowing your audience 
and also understanding how that person is when it comes to knowing the bigger picture overall. Visual aids can be so impactful, and most people nowadays go to the original Microsoft PowerPoint, which we know that nowadays there are so many more opportunities to use software such as Prezi and even Canva, for that matter, to develop your slide deck for a presentation, amongst many of the other available tools. But the most important thing to keep in mind when you're developing your information and providing that context to the audience is when you start to list so many different words on the screen that everyone's going to be more attracted to reading it. And then when you flip to the next slide, because everyone reads at a different level and different speed, they will not be able to keep up with you. This is why it's so important to understand that pictures or images provide a wide variety of context and doesn't allow the audience to focus solely on the words that are on the screen. Because the reason for hiring a speaker in the first place is to learn a lot more about what that speaker can provide to help you become a lot more knowledgeable, especially as an audience member. I'm sure that many of us throughout time that are speakers need to be more prepared than ever before, especially if we want to have a subject that we want to learn a lot more about being part of our presentation or conference formats. Even with all those tips said, I'm sure many of you are still thinking, Josh, I just will never do this. I will never get in front of an audience to be more confident. What would you actually do for me that would help me to feel a lot better? Well, as part of my value proposition with this sort of feature that we do, there's a lot of different tools that are available that you would have to pay additional money for if you were to work with someone else or maybe another group of people. And I know that with the rise of artificial intelligence, there's a lot of different software available that can help analyze some of the more basic crutches or even repetitions or even the speed in which you're giving a presentation to show the level of effectiveness. But through the business, your speaking voice LLC, provide a lot more than just the simple, let's work with you to get to that end goal, which is really the premise of a lot of the things that I have talked about, even in some of my previous episodes and what I'll talk about in the future episodes with some of my other business offerings. But when we talk about speaking, we're looking at the dimensions of not just the ways in which you form content or even recognize the audience or even using the introduction to empower you. There are things such as eye contact, vocal variety, being able to use your diaphragm to project, so voice projection for that matter, being clear about the points that you're trying to share, alongside the fact that grammar and using filler words are often monitored to ensure that you're using and maximizing the time that is giving to you. And those are all aspects that we do through several video reviews through the business in which we record you and provide that level of feedback into ways in which you can improve. But we also work on the dimensions of the content that you're delivering so that we can see how you can take your original self and see how your progress has been made through a month's worth or a six-week period or a two-month period of just doing this work with us. 
Public speaking is a lot more than just delivering a message. It can be so much more if you're just willing to learn a little bit about how you can focus your messaging and how you can focus that information that you have deep inside of you to channel it to a convincing disclosure of comfort for the audience to allow them to walk away with the information that you are trying to convey in the first place. Because with that sort of information at our hands and at our fingertips, whether we are trying to entertain to alleviate the pressure that's in the room, or even to become more confident in the way that we deliver ourselves both personally and professionally, we can become more opportunistic in the ways in which we become speaking professionals. Speaking and being on message is something that I truly value and am very passionate about because of the ways in which it has transformed me to not only do a podcast such as this, but has allowed me to be able to speak in front of a large audience many times over and not feel ashamed of sharing my personal, authentic self. If you want to be a confident speaker, it doesn't matter what you want to do or what you want to say. It's about being able to stand in front of a room and know that you can be the best version of yourself by just practicing. Because through practice, it does make perfection. But sometimes having a second set of eyes and even another voice to help you and guide you along the way can be the best form of coaching, especially in this realm, to help you see not the things that you want to be, but the things that you can become as a result of being consistently evaluated on in a positive, effective way that allows you to see just what you are able to share. Messaging is everything. And being a messenger, especially through public speaking, can help you not only with your final message to your audience, but also can help you see a different side of you on that big stage, or maybe even that small camera that's looking at you right now, saying that you have something to share. And I can't wait to hear it from you. Thanks for listening to episode number 21 of Speaking from the Heart, and I look forward to hearing from your heart very soon. Thanks for listening. For more information about our podcast and future shows, search for Speaking from the Heart to subscribe and be notified wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit us at www.yourspeakingvoice.biz for more information about potential services that can help you create the best version of yourself. See you next time.